Hi folks this is your dispatch riders podcast a series bringing you exciting and enthralling indian war stories stories about great indian battles stories about incidents that happened during war time and finally stories about the brave men and great leaders of the indian armed forces stay tuned with me In this episode I'm going to tell you the story about the sinking of the Pakistan naval submarine the PNS Ghazi on the east coast of India during the 1971 India Pakistan war. The Indian Navy claimed that the enemy submarine had been destroyed and sunk by one of the Indian naval warships the INS Rajput. But as time passed this claim was no longer tenable. So what was the truth behind the sinking of the PNS Ghazi? Here's the story. In the 1971 India-Pakistan war, Pakistan's submarine the PNS Ghazi was destroyed and sunk off the coast of Vishakhapatnam, India's naval base on the east coast facing the Bay of Bengal, sometime between December 3, 1971, which was the day the Pakistan Air Force fighter planes attacked major air bases in India and started the war, and December 5. India claimed that the Ghazi was destroyed and sunk in course of naval operations. by INS Rajput a guided missile destroyer of the Indian Navy the naval victory was widely publicized by the Indian Navy and the government as part of its wartime propaganda to demoralize the enemy and to raise the morale in India in general however with passage of time the credibility of this claim waned as various agencies and individuals who saw action in the naval war and war historians delve deep into the information available to this day it is not clear at all as to how the ghazi sank pakistan in 1971 consisted of two parts west pakistan on india's west and east pakistan on india's east the naval war in the east was fought under the indian navy's eastern command headquartered at vishakhapatnam Vice Admiral N Krishnan was the commander in chief. The role of the Indian Navy in the east was offensive to attack from the sea which was south of East Pakistan while the army attacked from the east west and the north decimate the Pakistan Navy and capture the main naval port of Chittagong and Cox's Bazar thus hastening the liberation of Bangladesh. In August 1971 the Indian Navy transferred its only aircraft carrier the INS Vikrant to the Eastern Naval Command as part of the strategic build up to the expected war this forced pakistan to alter its plans regarding submarine operations a submarine was far more capable of approaching any aircraft carrier stealthily and destroying it as compared to any other naval vessel in response to india moving the ins vikrant to the bay of bengal pakistan decided to depute the ghazi to the bay of bengal a distance of almost 4000 kilometers from west pakistan the mission was a daring one to sail all the way from karachi which was her base 
and search and destroy the Vikrant expected to be sailing in the Bay of Bengal. The strategic soundness of this plan was without question. The Ghazi was the only vessel in Pakistan's fleet with the range and capability to fulfill that task. The plan had the ingredients of daring and surprise. Both needed to undertake a mission so far away and deep inside enemy waters. Had the Ghazi been able to sink or even damage the Indian aircraft carrier, it would have caused a major setback to the Indian Navy. The naval situation in the Bay of Bengal would have undergone a drastic transformation and carrier-supported military operations in the coastal areas would have been affected. The PNS Ghazi was a tank-class diesel-electric submarine and the first fast-attack submarine in the Pakistan Navy. Previously christened as USS Diablo, she was leased to Pakistan by the United States in 1963 and saw action in both the 1965 and the 1971 wars with India. It's significant to note that the Ghazi had aging machines and equipment and it was perhaps not sustainable to keep her operative so far away from the home base with total absence of repair and maintenance facilities or logistics and recreational facilities. Even Chittagong, the major naval base in East Pakistan, did not have repair facilities for submarines. In light of the above considerations, the captain submarines of the Pakistan Navy, who is an officer who is the overall custodian and officer in charge of submarines in any navy, placed on record his serious reservations regarding the proposed mission. However, the possibilities of a success were far in favor of undertaking the mission and any reservations against it were dropped or overruled. I will now take you through the actual naval operations involving the PNS Ghazi during the 1971 war and the period immediately preceding the war. On November 14, 1971, the Ghazi under the command of Commander Zafar Muhammad Khan sailed out of Karachi. Ghazi was on a twofold mission. The primary goal was to locate and sink INS Vikrant and the secondary mission was to lay mines across India's eastern coast where it was expected that the Indian naval traffic would be dense. The second mission was to be fulfilled irrespective of the accomplishment of the first. Notably, Commander Khan was commanding a submarine for the first time in his career. Ghazi was to send a mission report to her base on an assigned date which was November 26, 1971. No contact, however, was made by the vessel on that date, causing huge anxiety to the Pakistan naval authorities. Frantic efforts were made to establish contact with the Ghazi with no results. Major General retired Fazal Makim Khan of the Pakistan Army writes in his book titled Pakistan's Crisis in Leadership that the first inkling of a tragedy they got was when an Indian Navy signal claiming the sinking of the Ghazi on the intervening night of December 3rd and 4th, was intercepted on December 9. The signal itself was transmitted on December 9, 
and mentioned the sinking of the Ghazi on December 3. It is strange that the signal was issued on December 9, claiming the sinking of the Ghazi six days earlier. This itself was suspicious and raised speculations that the Ghazi was sunk at a time when the war had not been officially declared and the Indian involvement in the East Pakistan crisis would have come out in the open. The failure of the Ghazi to communicate after November 26 lent credence to this theory. From the Indian perspective, the threat from the Ghazi to the Vikrant was fully known and appreciated. There were four surface ships available to the Eastern Command, one of which did not have anti-submarine detection capabilities. So unless the other three were in close proximity to the Vikrant at all times, the threat to the aircraft carrier was real and serious. So the plan was to keep the Vikrant safe and it involved deception and other tactics. The first action was to literally hide the Vikrant. So after embarking the full complement of aircraft upon the carrier, the Vikrant and the remaining ships in the fleet sail for some unknown destination which would keep her hidden yet operational. The next step was to deceive and mislead the Ghazi about the Vikrant's location and lure her there and attack her. A lot of false messages were sent to the naval base at Madras, now Chennai, about the arrival and berthing facility of the Vikrant. Similarly, at Vishakhapatnam, orders for food and logistics were stepped up and publicized in the hope that the activity would be reported by Pakistani intelligence operatives in the area to Pakistan and would point to the possible movement of the Vikrant around Vishakhapatnam. INS Rajput was used as a decoy to lure the Ghazi into thinking it was the Vikrant. This was again done by exchanging heavy signal traffic between the Vishakhapatnam base and the Rajput as if the ship was Vikrant. The tactic worked, as was proved later through a signal recovered from the sunken Ghazi, which was sent from Pakistan and alerted the Ghazi about the presence of the aircraft carrier around Vishakhapatnam. Welcome back. You're listening to the story about the sinking of the Pakistan naval submarine Ghazi during the 1971 India-Pakistan war. On December 1, 1971, Admiral Krishnan summoned Lieutenant Commander in the Singh, the commanding officer of INS Rajput. and shared with him the fact that the PNS Ghazi that was last detected around Sri Lanka was bound to be in the vicinity of Vishakhapatnam he instructed lieutenant commander singh to leave port immediately after refueling on the night of december 3 at 10:30 pm the INS Rajput left the harbor and after exiting entered a narrow channel At this time one of the watches on duty reported a breaker on the water surface dead ahead
Lieutenant Commander Singh changed course and went full speed. He then dropped two depth charges at the spot where the break was observed. Depth charges are bombs set to explode underwater and impact with another object. There was a stunning explosion. A little while later, the Rajput left the area and proceeded on course towards East Pakistan. Next, I will talk about the huge explosion heard on the intervening night of December 3rd and 4th, just a few moments after the Rajput dropped two depth charges at a particular spot in the waters where a breaker was observed, leading to a suspicion that there was a vessel underwater. There were numerous eyewitness accounts who confirmed that around midnight of December 3rd, 4th, a very loud explosion was heard in the waters. These statements and versions came from naval personnel across ranks who were either on duty at that time or were in the vicinity. The next morning, that is the morning of December 4, fishermen reported seeing flotsam, which is the wreckage of a ship or cargo found floating on or washed up by the sea. On the morning of December 5, the clearance diving team of the Indian Navy commenced search operations underwater. The divers found the Ghazi sunk in fairly shallow water. She was lying straight without any tilt whatsoever. The first diver surfaced and reported that the vessel sunk was a submarine. The second diver reported that it was a fairly large submarine. With the help of photographs and other data provided to the diving team as a reference, it was concluded that the vessel sunk was indeed the Ghazi. How did the Ghazi sink? We'll take that up in the next segment. So how did the Ghazi sink? Essentially, there could have been three possible causes for the explosion and the sinking of the Ghazi. The first possibility was that the Ghazi had been hit by the depth charges dropped by the Rajput as it exited the Vishakhapatnam harbour on the night of December 3. In other words, it was possible that the Rajput had destroyed and sunk the Ghazi. The second possibility was that something went wrong inside the submarine. Two things could have gone wrong inside so as to cause an explosion. 1. Some of the ordnance that the Ghazi was carrying exploded accidentally. This means either the torpedoes or the mines that were part of the armament exploded. The second was that the hydrogen inside the submarine exploded. Hydrogen accumulation takes place during the normal charging and discharging of the submarine's batteries. A submarine of the size of the Ghazi would have something like 350 tons of battery. In a 1900-ton submarine having 350 tons of battery, a hydrogen explosion can be crippling. A lot of the observation reports of various divers threw a lot of light on the possible causes of the explosion or the sources of explosion. And those reports led to many theories about how the Ghazi sank. Number 1. The hull of the Ghazi had been clearly blown outward, which led to the belief 
then the explosion was internal. Number two, because the hull of the submarine had been blown outward at mid-section and not forward right where the torpedo tubes are, chances are that it was the hydrogen that had caused the explosion inside. Number three, it is possible that a mine had blown up accidentally inside causing the explosion. An accident could have taken place inside due to the mines being very old or poorly maintained. There is also some evidence that signals intercepted from the Ghazi indicated that there was something wrong with her mines. This theory could not get adequate support however as the divers could not find any remaining mines that could have been examined. Number 4. The explosion seemed to have been contained in a small section of the submarine although it was severe enough to blow a hole outward and sink the vessel. This was proved by the fact that the rear end of the submarine was relatively unscathed. When provisions inside the submarine were examined, the divers were surprised to find that even eggs were totally intact. Number 5. The possibility of the Ghazi's torpedoes exploding was also examined. Torpedoes exploding within the tubes is unlikely because there are so many built-in interlocks. Further, if 6 or 8 torpedoes that the Ghazi was carrying in the forward tubes or the torpedoes in the racks had exploded, the entire submarine could have blown up and nothing would have remained. In this case, most of the submarine was intact. Another theory that was gaining salience at that time was that the Ghazi had got her torpedoes ready to be fired and was cruising along just above the surface to the seabed. There is a little ridge which runs along the coast slightly to the north of the Vishakhapatnam harbour. The theory is that the Ghazi did not know of the existence of this ridge and that while cruising along she actually bumped into it and the collision triggered off the torpedoes which were already armed. One of them blew up and then subsequently all the others blew up along with causing the Ghazi to go down. To conclude, there was ample evidence to show that an internal explosion was the cause of the sinking of the Ghazi. This evidence was provided by observations indicating the type and extent of damage to the submarine. For one logical reason or the other, damage from an external source was ruled out as the cause. Whether hydrogen accumulation or a mine exploding or a torpedo exploding was the real cause has not been confirmed or determined without doubt till date. There seems to be a lot of controversy surrounding the sinking of the Ghazi. Lieutenant General Jacob, the Chief of Staff of the Eastern Army Command, who played a pivotal role in the operations leading to the fall of East Pakistan, writes in his book titled Surrender at Dhaka, Birth of a Nation. 
and I quote, We had signal intercepts of the Ghazi, a Pakistani submarine entering the Bay of Bengal and we had passed on this information to the Indian Navy. On the morning of December 3rd, Admiral Krishnan, the flag officer commanding in chief of our Eastern Naval Command, telephoned me to say that the wreckage of a Pakistani submarine had been found by fishermen on the approaches to the Vishakhapatnam port. Krishnan said that the blowing up of the Ghazi, either on December 1st or 2nd, while laying mines, was an act of God. He said it would permit the Indian Navy greater freedom of action. Next morning, on December 4th, Krishnan again telephoned asking me whether we had reported the blowing up of the Ghazi to Delhi. I said that we had not as I had presumed that he had done so. Relieved, he thanked me and asked me to forget our previous conversation. The official naval version given out later was that the Ghazi had been sunk by the ships of the Eastern Fleet." Unquote. The second pointer to the controversy is that in 1972, both the United States and the Soviet Union offered to raise the submarine to the surface at their expense. The government of India, however, rejected these offers and allowed the submarine to sink further into the mud off the fairway buoy of Vishakhapatnam. The third pointer to the controversy is that there is no record of file related to the sinking of the Ghazi, available either with the Indian Navy or with the government of India. There is speculation that all records were destroyed. Finally, in 2011, the former Indian Naval Chief Admiral Arun Prakash was quoted saying in the National Security Conference that the Ghazi had sunk under mysterious circumstances and had not been sunk by INS Rajput as originally claimed. Why did the Pakistani naval submarine Ghazi sink? There will never be a closure to this controversy. Did the Indian Navy sink and destroy the PNS Ghazi? This seems to be the least likely cause of Ghazi's sinking and the Indian Navy's claim has never been confirmed. So that was the story behind the sinking of the Pakistani submarine, the PNS Ghazi. I hope you enjoyed listening to it. My next episode will be another story, not a war story this time, but certainly a story about the brave officers of the Indian Air Force. This story relates to a time when a plane carrying the Prime Minister of India, 
crashed near Jorhat and the prime minister walked out of the crash the entire crew perished look out for that story coming your way soon this is your dispatch rider signing off goodbye